Can I preach? I had a friend recently who uh, was giving a talk to a group of college students, and the topic that he was sequestered to speak on was where the church has gotten it wrong. And him and I spent a couple weeks talking about this together leading up to this, and um, we were both raised kind of the same way in uh, evangelical conservative homes and have spent most of our adult life deconstructing from that. Um, We kind of took it in a different direction, and it's just had me thinking for a couple weeks, uh, continuing on, and I don't much subscribe to, you know, the way that that was framed, church, quote-unquote church, um, you know, they people use that word, and there's all kinds of connotations that go with it, and preconceived notions. Uh, growing up, for me, it was, um, uh, I didn't know it at the time, but it really resembled more of a country club, an exclusive group that you could belong to, but if you belonged to it, you looked and acted and spoke certain ways. Some of it was written, some of it was unwritten. And it doesn't really matter as much um, as just the understanding that I have now. Uh, almost a, an opposite of that, where rather than trying to understand what I need to do to get something else to be in or to belong or to be accepted or to and really I'm talking about you know the bigger concept not accepted into the church so much as it just accepted by you know the the giant question that we're all asking is is there something else uh, is there something else worth living for is there something else worth dying for is there something else worth loving yeah it takes human form a lot of times, but really the bigger question is always centered around the divine source, the spark, the flow, the energy, the chi, the chakra, the, you know, is there something? Lots of people use the, the word God to describe that. I would still use that word. Uh, I don't, I'm not caught on that word. And so... As I've moved through the phases of deconstruction and maybe even a little reconstruction, I still find that I'm drawn to the question of how do I best unlock each person's individual ability for them? Uh, not not that I'm the linchpin to it, just that uh, I've had so many people help me see that spark, that energy, that flow, that, you know, all the different language, God, that I want to be that aid for others as well. And I feel like that a lot of the times I'm preaching to people who are in the quote-unquote church because... They're dissatisfied. They're finding that what they've always known doesn't add up. 
it doesn't feel right. Their experience doesn't doesn't line up with what they're reading in Scripture. And I still read the Scriptures. It's not a, a, a thing that I've forsaken in favor of something else or that this doesn't hold weight for me anymore. But my view and my, and my um, breadth of understanding has changed in such a way that it actually, and I tell people all the time, even specifically to a person, like to talk about the person of Jesus, which is who the scriptures mostly center around, at least in the in the Christian Bible, uh, it doesn't take away significance, it adds significance. So to have a wider view of, quote-unquote, the church, or, quote-unquote, eternity, or God, or whatever... It makes it even more beautiful and more compelling. It makes the good news even better. And I'm afraid that when I hear somebody say, oh, we're going to such and such church, or uh, we started going to church, or um, some of these different things, that that it, rather than becoming more enlightened, more um, uh, cued in, more engaged in the flow in the energy in the relationship in you know, you could describe it in so many ways the breath that what they're going to get is a, is a um, a more constrictive uh, more handcuffs more rules more um, us versus them more dualistic thinking and it always makes me nervous. And some of that is just my own preconceived notions. And, you know, it, it could be a great thing for millions. It is a great thing for millions of people. Um, but that was the question that sparked it. And so I keep rolling around that, you know, not so much what did the what does the church get wrong, just what could the church do better and how would the message change if we were really telling good news? And if we were, and what would that be? What would the good news be? Um, I ask myself sometimes when I'm just listening to somebody talk, and they're they're supposedly talking about the good news. I'm like, is that really good news? Uh, because what I'm hearing is uh, maybe it's good news for some, but I would think that if something was actually gonna be gospel meaning good news, and it was going to carry that much weight as uh, the scriptures or the prophets or the great leaders, the great, you know, the Gandhis, the Martin Luther King Juniors, the Jesuses of the world um, are talking about and giving their lives for, it seems like it would be good news for all. It'd have to be really good news, let's put it that way. So just think about that in, in your daily life and in, in, in how you're delivering and how you're living. Um, it, you know, it's one thing to be have some good news. It's another thing to have really good news.